This is the EPLOG audio experience. All the world's a stage and all of us merely actors, said Shakespeare many decades ago. And today, all the spiritual gurus are saying the same thing. The universe unfolds a drama and all of us play our parts. To make life more interesting, EPLOG Media presents a new show, Rang Manch, where we introduce you to theatre personalities from all genres and languages. These actors, writers, directors will share their characters and vision. So get ready for an interesting behind-the-scenes stories. I'm Bhavna Somaya and you are listening to me on podcast show on EPLOG Media, Rang Manch. Today's episode is on Meeta Vasisht. Meeta Vasisht is an NSD graduate and has worked with the finest filmmakers of all genres. She has flirted with all mediums, the stage, television and cinema, but her heart beats for theatre and which is why, no matter how busy she gets, she takes out time periodically to do plays. Of the many plays she has performed, one play continues to haunt her. Premiered in 2019 and continuing in 2020, Meeta combines a play, a film and the poet within, Lal Ded. Directed, conceptualized and performed by Meeta Vasisht, Lal Ded is a solo act, a theatrical collage of poems, songs, thoughts and philosophies of the medieval poetess from Kashmir. Introducing our guest today, Meeta Vasisht. So welcome, Meeta, to my podcast show, which is called Rang Manch. Thank you. And um, I read the press note of your new play. Yes. And it sounded very exciting to me. Yes. Because it is experimenting uh, with many forms altogether. Yes. So tell me, uh, how did you get into this space and why did you think that you needed to do a play at this point? Well, actually, uh, the play is always new, but this is my 16th year of performance. Okay. So possibly in another nine years, I can do a Silver Jubilee. Of this particular play itself. Okay. Uh, But the thing with this play is you don't see it so much in your face because uh, it deals with the Kashmiri mystic poet Lal Ded. So when did you launch this? The first show was done in 2004, December, 1st December. Okay. After that, there was a hiatus for six months because I needed to do it the way I thought it should be done, which is when it happened in May in the India Habitat Center Festival for the first time. And what you see now is the way it was then conceived. It's been an interesting journey with the play where Laldez is quite a strange power, I would say, because uh, A, you have to climb a lot of mountains inside yourself to first of all reach her. She doesn't allow you to reach her carefully. So I had three years research. And I had a whole year on the floor that the aesthetic of the words and structure इसको मैं अपने शरीर के जरिए किस तरह से प्रस्तुत करूं अच्छा सबसे पहले तो आप बताइए ये सब्जेक्ट के बारे में क्योंकि सबको इनके बारे में जानकारी नहीं है ललदे जो है वो 14वीं सदी की कश्मीरी मिस्टिक पोएट है औरत है शैवाइट है है बोलती हूं क्योंकि वो थी नहीं किसी के लिए है अभी भी अच्छा तांत्रिक थी तो कश्मीर की है और कश्मीर में जितने हिंदू मुसलमान हैं कश्मीरी वो सब उनके लिए वो एक शेड आइकन है और सब ये मानते हैं कि वो शैवतांत्रिक थी और 700 साल पहले थी लेकिन आज भी अगर किसी भी आप ढंग के बुजुर्ग कश्मीरी को जिन जो कश्मीर मैंने पिछले 20 साल पहले के कश्मीर में 
बड़े पले हैं जन्मे हैं उनसे अगर आप पूछें तो हर कोई लल्ला लल्लेश्वरी ललदित को जानता है और मीरा कबीर और इन सब महाकवियों जो जिन लोगों ने अपने वातावरण को अपने समय में जिन्होंने प्रभावित किया उससे कहीं ज्यादा इनका इन्फ्लुएंस है क्योंकि वो उनकी रोजमर्रा की जिंदगी में है कश्मीरों की तो जैसे आप और मेरी बातचीत है और हम दोनों कश्मीरी हैं तो कुछ एक जगह पे हम कुछ बातचीत कर रहे हैं तो अचानक हम एक ललवाक छोड़ देंगे बीच में अगर आप कहें मुझे जाना था जर्नलिज्म में लेकिन मैं चली गई कॉरपोरेट सेक्टर में और आपने वो कॉरपोरेट सेक्टर इसलिए चूज़ किया क्योंकि आपको पैसे चाहिए थे नाम चाहिए था ऐशो आराम चाहिए था और आपको लगा मेरी चाहत तो जर्नलिज्म है लेकिन मुझे मैं वहाँ जाऊँगी फिर आप पाँच साल बाद मुझे कहो कि मेरे तो मीता मेरी तो हालत ख़राब है और ये दुनिया बड़ी गंदी है और माने दुनिया बेकार है और मैं तो ख़त्म हो गई और यू नो आई एम सेंसिटिव सोल एंड यू नो द वर्ल्ड इज़ हॉरेबल दैन आई से टू यू भावना कुसमारी तस्मारन इफ़ या कश्मीरीज एंड यू विल अंडरस्टैंड एंड वॉट आई एम सेंग टू यू इज़ तुम्हें किसने मारा कैसे मरे तुम तुमने अपने आप को तो पटक के रख दिया एक तरफ और तुमने दुनिया को कहा मुझे वो दुनिया चाहिए तो तुमने खुद को मारा है सो लाइक आई सेट यू कुछ मारी तक मारन मारे कुछ तमारन का हु किल्स हु डाइज हु किल यू हाउ डिड यू डाई यू सेट गो 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 टू द सेल्फ यू सेट कम 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 टू द वर्ल्ड यू डाइड you know nice. so this is the kind of poetry this is the way the kashmiris so a kashmiri friend of mine told me once kuch baatein samajh mein nahi aa rahi hai jaise ha you say that she was there she is there yes so is she there through her poetry or only through her poetry so she is dead she was like she lived for 80 years till the age of 80 there are many myths about there are many myths about her what i read is that she didn't wear any clothes she never wore any clothes she left home at the age of 17 she discarded but why didn't all... she wear any clothes because for her the body is already a garment for the inner deep soul okay. and what do i need another garment for and that was not a big controversy no in fact when i spoke to the kashmiris this time i also made a film called she of the four names which they'll also be showing maine kashmiri jo jitne jo the jo wahan ke kashmiri kehte hain ha wo to nangi ghumti thi to maine kaha to koi problem nahi thi kehti nahi kyunki unke paas dev drishti thi na maine unme dev shakti thi she was so blessed by she was such a high consciousness ki kisi aam aadmi ko agar aap nanga dekho to aapki vision perverted ho sakti hai lekin jab aise logon ko aap nanga dekhte ho to aapki apni drishti mein parivartan aa jata hai to aap unko ek us gandi nazar se dekh hi nahi sakte this is a kashmiri's aam kashmiri fellow sitting in a kashmiri camp telling me this so i've heard it from the kashmiri speak themselves ki she was such a high consciousness that her nakedness could not pervert our gaze to aapko iske bare mein kisne bataya and why did you want to do this you know bhavna when i was in my late 30s i kind of figured that as women we go through a lot of phases in our lives because when you are 19 you are very wide eyed about the world then you come into your 20s and you think i own my body and i can do what i want with it and it's nobody's business so actually you end up abusing yourself quite a lot because you think it's so great to be able to live the way you want to have in me whatever relationships you want if i don't want a child i won't have a child so basically you also abuse the great feminine power that you are nice and you take on a lot of western ideas of feminism which are actually so masculine oriented yes they are always asking you to become a man yes okay now by the time i reached my third and because i'm an actress i've always been very kind of theater actress i would say because my training is there so the first thing you do is to engage with the landscape of the body you have to otherwise you can't be a theater person you can't be another character you can't be another character so you have to engage with the landscape of the body and via because the body the breath the mind the emotion everything is so connected 
that one can influence the other. So it's almost like a very yogic practice because once you have mastered the body, its impetus and realize how the breath changes, you can then control the breath to change the body, etc. All of that. So in that sense, my body is a landscape. My breath is the air, right, of that landscape. Everything else is so much nature that I have to understand it completely. That's the whole greatness of being a theater actress and training in the theater. And then you're living a life where you, you're married or you're divorced or you have your lovers or you have whatever it is. And you reach ages, different ages. So by the time you're in your 30s, you're a little more cynical about the world. You also realize maybe the body wasn't something you should have, you know, allowed uh, such access to in the name of love or the name of desire or whatever it is. Beautiful. You know, and then you come into your 40s. And I realized as an actress, I was very conscious of these stages. But when I spoke to friends who were not from the acting profession, for them, they had the same issues. But there was no articulation of it or understanding of it. True. So, you know, we women are living so much. We have common experiences, which a lot of us are not articulating. We have different stages in our life. We are like the young spring, then we are like the summer, then we are like the autumn, then we become the winter. And I said, there are all these seasons to a woman's life. And at every stage, this season is determined by some of the world telling you how you should live it. I said, how can it be like this? This is not how it is. And so I got fed up of all the feminist literature that I was reading, you know, all the great European feminist literature, blah, play, play. And I, of course, I'm an actress. So I want to act. So I said, one person will be somewhere else, perform karungi. And then I started reading the women poets, the bhakti and the mystic poets. And I read them for a year and I had 20 of them on my platter. Like who, which were the others? Like Akka Mahadevi, um, Andal, Meera, Muktabai, Janabai, this one, that one, so many of them. And then I somehow brought it down to four, thinking I karke. So there was Meera, there was Andal, strangely both Vaishnavites, Krishna and Vishnu. Then there was Akka Mahadevi, again a Shaivite, but from Karnataka. And then there was Laldev from Kashmir and Shaivite. Strangely, I ended up with two Shaivites and two Vaishnavites. Then I thought I'd put them all four together in a play and create a landscape of the feminine. Right? After that, what happened when I was living with them? I thought, this is a season of four. East geography has written, emerged a different poetry. Which is, now why I'm, I'm mentioning geography is because geography is very important in the aesthetics of any creative work. So when Akka Mahadevi speaks about Shiva, she calls him uh, Chinna Malika Arjuna, which is Lord White's Jasmine. Now Karnataka is full of forests. Sandalwood forests, jasmine creepers and all of that. So her references are all about the forest, the smell of the forest, the flowers of the forest and her Lord Shiva is... And strangely, she also roamed naked. Huh? She also was the other one who roamed naked. So something about the Shaivites uh, followers makes the women just discard their clothes, which is interesting. And Andal was from a riverine tradition. The, the land has got rivers. She's from Tamil Nadu. So where she grew up was by the river, etc. So all her references are of the water flowing, of Krishna stealing the clothes. And some of her poetry is also very sensuous, which the temple never recites because she says things like, she, she scolds Krishna, Vishnu, and says, what the hell? You have made me wait for you for so long that next time if I ever see you, as in when you reveal yourself to me, I will tear these breasts that have known no gain. 
and fling them at your face. Nice. You know, now obviously the temple doesn't recite these verses of the 16 year old and she had decided at the age of 16 that I am to marry Vishnu, the Lord, you know. So those are her references of the river, the temples by the river and all. Then Meera, Meera is the desert. And the language has the texture of the desert. And a princess. And a princess. And she says, Mere Rano Ji, Me Govind Gunagana. Mere Rano Ji. And it's like a Rano Ji. It's like the grittiness of the sand. The language has that, you yeah. know. And it's again a language of a vast space. So you, the, the music is like that. It calls out. And then there is Lal Dead, who's from this high mountain, clear, cold air where your intellect is very, very sharp. All the rishis and munis, if you know, came from Kashmir. Our yoga is from Kashmir. Aryabhat is from Kashmir. The mathematicians are from Kashmir. The Ayurveda is from Kashmir. Charaka. The aesthetics, Abhinav Gupta. The, the Vedas are supposed to have, you know, emerged from that rishi civilization. Rishi men, these were very high. They were like high consciousnesses which downloaded a lot of knowledge. Tuck, 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 like our computers do, you know. So that her poetry was very different. Her poetry had the landscape of Kashmir. So she would say, um, by mastering the vital breaths, I cut through the six forests till the moon woke up in me. Now nice. the six forests I later realized was the six chakras she was referring mm. to in the human body. Mm. Now I realized I can't put these four women in one place. It's like putting four geographies. And finally I found myself... So how long you were reading all this? I read it for almost two and a half years. And then Were I you finally commissioned this uh, subject. To no, do, it was a uh, passion with me, and an initially uh, Ford Foundation then commissioned it because I took it to them, and I said I want to do Lal Dead, and Kashmiri mystic poet, and I had Kashmiri friends, and they would talk about Lal Dead a lot, and I was fascinated by the life, also more by the poetry because it was a it did not beg and plead any god to come to her. She in fact says Shiva of the dark blue throat. You have your six powers, I have my six. Between you and me, there's no difference. There's nice. just one. You are the lord of the six, meaning six senses ke tum malik ho. Aur main six senses se mar jati hmm. they, they, they kill me. Those six senses are always leading me astray. And you are the lord who has mastered the six senses. So she talks about Shiva as a yogi and she talks about herself as a yogi who can reach him. And she finally does, you know. So for a lot of Kashmiri, she's the female Shiva actually, you know. And for Muslims as well, you know. Um, so, yes, so it was initially commissioned. all this, how did you kind of zero in on her? She just took me towards her with her poetry. And how did you form this uh, production? Then the production got formed. I went looking for the aesthetic because aesthetic is very important. Content is one thing, but how do you put it? In what form do you put it? So then I started saying, I poetry in these poems. So this poetry, when you say it, you can't say it in a very animated way. Plus, Kashmiri language. And I'll tell you a very strange story. I'll tell you where I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Pondicherry, where I was working with Veena Pani, which I had worked with. And she had this theatre company then. You know, I decided I'll go there and try and study some way of finding from the Indian traditional forms how to find a gesture for each poem. He, how do you show the moon, the sun, the moon woke up in me? And then distill those gestures to create a gesture which is independent of them, yet has the root of, has the essence. So basically, um are theatre actors, hote hai, especially contemporary actors. We are not a country. Because we don't belong to any tradition. 
मैं तो फौजी की बेटी थी तो हमारा तो ट्रेडिशन और भी माने हमारा सब कुछ हमारा है लेकिन कुछ भी नहीं है एज एन एक्टर जैसे कि आप भरतनाट्यम डांसर हैं तो आपके पास नाट्य शास्त्र बाय द वे वी कम फ्रॉम द सेम थिंग द एक्टर्स एंड द ग्रेट क्लासिकल ऑल द क्लासिकल डांसेस कम फ्रॉम द नाट्य शास्त्र सो यू विल नो एग्जैक्टली वोट आई एम सेंग भावना सो द कंटेम्प्रेरी एक्टर हैज़ अ प्रॉब्लम कि देर इज नथिंग ऑफ अ ट्रेडिशन टू फॉल बैक ऑन Where you find your language? और आपकी जो आदतें हैं वो एक बार तो लग सकता है बड़ी अच्छी एक्टिंग कर ली दूसरी बार तो जाहिर हो जाएगा कि ये तो इसकी आम आदत है ये तो है ही ऐसी ये इसकी हैबिट्स हैं जिस तरह वो बोलती है उठती है बैठती है तो फर्स्ट फिल्म या फर्स्ट थिएटर प्ले में आप निकाल सकते हैं अगले बहुत सारे कैरेक्टर्स आपको बनाने हैं तो आपको कहीं से तो तलाशना पड़ेगा कि मुद्रा कहाँ से आएगी और उस मुद्रा तो मुझे लगा सिर्फ क्लासिकल ट्रेडिशन जैसे भरतनाट्यम या कुड़ियाटम यहाँ से मैं कुछ ढूंढूं हाँ ऑफ द जेस्टर तो पाण्डिचेरी में मुझे वो उषा नांगिया जो कुड़ियाटम की जो पहली फीमेल डांसर हैं बड़ी महान वो मुझे वो थी वहाँ पे आदिशक्ति में बीना के ग्रुप में तो मैंने उनसे पूछा कि कुड़ियाटम में आप कैसे करेंगे वेन इफ आई हैव टू से पोएम बिकॉज दे रिसाइड पोइट्री यस एंड द जेस्टर क्रिएट्स इट द डांसर क्रिएट्स इट द पोइट्री इज रिसाइटेड है ना द रिदम इज प्लेट समेर and the dancer creates the story through the body yes so i felt the indian traditions of performance which are bharatanatyam kudiyattam these are the ones i will have to explore the language for presenting my play which is all about poetry and the life of a mystic poet so then i asked this kudiyattam person usha nagar i said how will you say when the i cut through the six forests till the moon woke up in me so she i think did something like you know and then the moon the moon woke up in me like this you know something she did so i would watch her then i would look at these gestures and i say acha okay then i would sort of try and do them you know uh so when the sun was gone the sun was gone and the moon came things like that so, so for example uh, combine one of your poems with the gesture you do on stage and show so now after having this then you have to take it away see you crystallize it you crystallize it you also take the essence and then you know it's like modern art takes from realism Yeah. So then you paint it differently. You paint it. So one of my po- the the works that I recite is O Shiva of the Dark Blue Throat. And at that time I'm sitting by mastering the vital breaths. I cut through the six forests. This rises mm-hmm. till the moon woke up in me, digit by digit, and the world dried up in me. You know. So then this becomes a gesture of pure theatre. Mm-hmm. It has come from Kuriyatam, but you don't see the Kuriyatam. Mm-hmm. You quietly. You've absorbed it and you've turned it turned into something else. So while this is rising, the the I cut through the six forests, the six chakras. So this palm, which is here, and this thumb, which represents the shivling, it's rising because it is the rise of the divine power. Hmm. And then you come up here, and then the moon woke up in me. It turns into the Ardha Chandra gesture, yeah. and then and in that moment I reach Shiva, and that's when you get into the performance separately. Then I have also taken a gesture in Laldeb from Leonardo da Vinci's Annunciation. Annunciation is the painting where Gabriel the angel comes to tell uh, Mary that she's going to be giving birth to Jesus. It's an amazing painting. It's one of Leonardo da Vinci's classics. Annunciation series has been done by every great Renaissance painter. That particular portion, but Leonardo's is strange. It has a very serene Mary sitting like this with a hand like this. and she's got a book in front of her and i angel gabriel is like this leaning in front of her to give her the message which is hand out ki ye 
and this gesture which is like looks like an ashirwad gesture when i i also teach so when i was working it out with my students in the class years ago we realized that this gesture which looks like a bless gesture of blessing if you copy it exactly as it's in the painting with the elbow slightly pushed out the palm straight up but the fingers slightly curved almost like the hood of a snake not quite and then the body is slightly moved away the left shoulder is moved away so it's not exactly frontal and this hand has so pulled back the right elbow which is in a gesture of blessing you realize it's not a gesture of blessing it's a gesture of trepidation it's like saying nahi you know it's like when you say no 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 and you pull your hand back in a way so the great masters in painting when they paint postures um and to us they look very odd but if you actually start settling yourself into the posture you know and it feels odd to the body because it's actually breaking your body habits nobody really sits like this that's when you realize the emotion that is contained in that gesture you know and uh, you of course will know that bhavna because you're a bharatnatyam dancer so you know how the grid contains the emotion so in my play in laldet i had to find the aesthetics and that is when i found ways of holding the body so right in the beginning of the play she says sat janam pehle bhi main aurat thi pandrethan gaon mein vyahi gayi thi main us subah barf abhi giri nahi thi jab maine ek bacche ko janm diya then the guru comes and she asks him what is my relationship with this child and he says this is your son aur wo kehti nahi maine kaha nahi kyunki jaldi hi main mar jaungi she's seen her next life and she realizes this life is very so in that i actually used this leonardo gesture to hand over the baby and pull away from it so i take in the play which is very stylized i take gestures from kudiyattam from leonardo painting and you can't make it out because but how did you combine the film the documentary or the feature film that you made then the film it was a different journey altogether because the film i drove all the way in my qualis car from bombay to uh, jammu and kashmir with a camera girl who was a young student from fti just a fresh pass out my god ha the three of us only three of us girls and then we picked up a driver from delhi to drive us in and we went all through interviewing all random kashmiris everywhere to ask them what is to figure out what is the lalla speak for them so we were only asked so how do you do this is there somebody funding you you put no there was money? no funding here this was just madness it was madness it's not a madness i would it's say it's passion it's passion it's driving and you know uh, the funny thing with lalda is that if once she allows you to come close she doesn't you know there've been many interesting weird scary stories i was going to ask you about does she, people does she haunt you she doesn't haunt but i'll tell you when i i have to tell you the story about how i first started reading kashmiri mein lalda I was in Veena Pani's guest house. It was a rainy night. Now Veena has a very funny, weird sense of humor. Veena is no more, but she was this weirdo who would tell you she, weirdo in a very affectionate way. I'm saying, so she has this vast campus of two acres. There's a guest house there, very beautifully done in the South Indian architecture and all. Two floors. There was nobody going to be living there except for me. She was in her little bungalow. The other actors were in their little bungalows, residential. So it's raining, and she said, "Oh, Meeta, be careful when you walk to the bungalow." you know sometimes the snakes drop off the trees i'm like huh so i'm already spooked out <laughs> so i reach then i'm in this guest house which has 12 rooms upstairs 12 rooms downstairs a central courtyard with a tulsi podha and thunder and lightning all around and i'm alone but anyway i go to sleep it's a campus it's a theater space very nice beautifully done 
but nice nature and i wake up suddenly at something like 3 in the morning perhaps and i find there's a man standing in the, the uh, next to my bed and looking down at me and he's wearing this little mundu mundu the little thing the chest is bare and he's swaying slightly and he's looking at me and the funny thing is that i can see the rest of the room through him so i can see the cupboard at the back i can see the door to the bathroom and i can see the desk to the side where all my lal that material is lying and i'm looking at this strange skeptor out there and i'm like saying ye kya hai and then he's looking at me slightly and i can make out he's a little drunk uh, my god yes and he's in a breathing he's swaying slightly and it's like he's got a strange leering look about him and i'm like saying no 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 i haven't been celibate that long to be imagining these things for god's sake what's going on so i shut my eyes tightly and i started chanting some hanuman chalisa i don't know what mantra like a maniac to me it was like loud as anything and I, my body was like frozen i couldn't even get up you know it's like a nimbus you get when you're sleeping sometimes and then i opened my eyes slightly and he was still there and i just went on chanting my prayers and then i opened and it he had left and it was raining and then i couldn't go to sleep so i switched on the lamp and i said what should i do now and i had read enough of laldad the translations about her i read her translations in hindi and english and what people had to say for her and her poetry but i had never ever read her in her own words which is kashmiri so suddenly i sat there my heart thudding because of strange experience and i said what should i do now and i had to do something that was that i had never done so there was this book in front of me which had laldad written in kashmiri but in the hindi lipi so that's the first time i started reading kashmiri and it was the first time when i started reading kashmiri i suddenly realized oh my god this is the rhythm in which she spoke so that is the first time i read so i read it very tentatively first kusamarito kus and then when it became easier it was like kusmarita kasmaran mar kustamaran kas what does that mean the word the it's the word that i told you earlier who kills who dies but listen to the rhythm bhavna kusmari takasmaran mari kustamaran kas yus hare hare travit gare gare kare ad sumrit tamaran tas you know there's such a cadence to the whole thing okay there's such a cadence to the vachik here and it means who kills who dies who kills you how did you die you said go 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 uh, to the self you said come 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 to the world you killed the self you died now i've put my own hindi english rhythm in it that is when i understood the precision of her language the rhythm of her language and that's when i realized oh my god my play has to have kashmiri in it i have to speak in kashmiri i mean i can't speak the way the kashmiri speak they have a slightly thickish tongue so they might say kosmar at the kosmaran but i'm not there to imitate i'm there to give the phonetics and to say the words she said you know so um that determined the style the aesthetics lots of things because when you're presenting the words of a great poet you you don't try and emote them because emoting is very limited i put a emotion in it what does it mean you have to free the word but that's a oft used phrase yes that's a oft used phrase by actors you know i put a lot of emotion into my character which is really crappy actually you know um because i'll tell you why because emotion is very individual and you might say this is the 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 motivation but when you're talking with a great poet you also have to understand that words are very magical things they are made up of sounds and syllables it's a whole world out there in the body of the language 
because the syllable carries rhythm sounds uh, they are sounds from many million years ago what emotion does very often especially when actors are overpowering the word with emotion is that they crush the word and they don't allow it to release its fragrance so you uh, sound completely consumed by your subject and um, you are happy in that space yes and you're fragrant in that space uh what will happen once your show and performance is over are you going to miss her no is she I... going to travel with you inside you around actually you, you know bhavna it's very strange <laughs> i much as i would like to transcend and get into that space living the way i do with my body sometimes it's impossible see this is my 16th year of performance i've never pushed her shows yeah. because you can't market her in that sense she goes where she wants to go you follow and i remember years ago so basically this might i have already done some 40 shows over 6 15 years and they've been this like last year i performed at gurgaon at the biodiversity festival and all of that now the funny thing is that it's a very physically demanding performance and in fact somebody asked me this question a very dear old lady uh, she asked me she said but meeta jab tumne shuru kiya tha tab to tum 15 saal choti thi तो शरीर पे अब असर नहीं पड़ता है तुमको प्रॉब्लम नहीं होती कि मैंने आफ्टर ऑल इट्स नॉट द सेम एज वेन यू आर मच यंगर टू बी डूइंग ऑल दिस सो आई टोल्ड आई सी डू नो समथिंग हैपन्स वेन आई स्टार्ट एंगेजिंग विद हर इज दैट वंस आई एम ऑन स्टेज एंड यू इफ यू सी द शो भावना आई डू स्ट्रेंज थिंग द शो बिगिन विद एन अप टर्न हेड सो आई एक्चुअली टेकन अ होल इन्वर्टेड पॉस्चर यू नो आई सेट सम हाउ यू फॉर गेट द बॉडी जस्ट गेट्स अ सर्टन एनर्जी विच इज डिफरेंट यू नो and the reason i keep engaging with shows of hers because she keeps bringing me back to the purer self the purer self i can't always maintain so you are the producer director actor writer everything. they have been collaborators at every phase <coughs> you know they have been collaborators for example uh, the initial research phase phase was done with bansi call and anjana who are theater people in bhopal and the music was done by anjana or the songs that i the works that i sing she's a very beautiful composer then later on then you know somehow things it's very strange with lal dev i have journeyed with many people and at some point of time they've just just left me or dropped out and then i journey alone and then i find somebody else who'll add to something of it collaboratively and you move on again then they drop off or they start doing things which become very strangely they become unpleasant they want to possess her and then she moves on and then i follow her so it's happened like that at every stage so the direction the scripting happened uh, i had all the material and everything together and then the structuring of the script happened with vishnu mathur who's a film director mm-hmm. uh, documentary and other films he's uh, this happened years ago uh, but then he also had some sort of strange uh, issue with like no this is the play now this is it and i said no the play is just begun this is a grid now we have to do the performance and it was like no and then we parted ways in a very gentle way but that was it and that's when how is uh, performing this different from your earlier other plays like i think uh, the one before this you staged was in that nawari sari agni pank ha huh. yes actually bhavna it's it's different in the sense that um with lal that i never tire um she puts me in a discipline and she doesn't allow me to seduce the audience mhm she says you will play it as it is no indulgences no indulgences and the funny thing is a lot of the audiences i've had the reactions i've had are phenomenal 
Are they mostly Kashmiris? No, on the contrary. I had a 25-year-old girl who was actually a struggling actress in Bombay many years, in 2014 when I performed at Prithvi. And she just stood around and she wanted to meet me and she said, uh, Meeta, you know, uh, after seeing this play, I've just realized it's all right to just follow your own path. I don't have to cater to the demand of the world. Nice. I've been struggling here as an actress, but now I realize I will make it on my own term and nobody else's. Mm. And thank you for being in the universe at the same time as I am. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm. That's a line coming from a 24-year-old. Mm. There are people who've seen the show at NCP and this lady told me that her, she came out of the show and she didn't want to go back home. So she actually wandered off to Vaibhi Chavahan in the night and took a bus from there, which would take the long route home. Because she wanted to be with She it. just wanted to be with it and with herself, you know. Mm. Have you thought of uh, also doing a book on uh, Lal Dead? I've done the film. I also have a feature script on her. I actually started a feature thing. So the film has a Kashmiri speak, plus I've fictionalized a lot of it. So would you like to play the feature film? No, I'm very much more objective. I want to do I, When I did the, this film, <laughs> The She of the Phone, which is a docu-fiction, because I had to do it, I did it for PSBT, the budget was very low. And Kashmir shut down, so I couldn't get the freebies. It's probably a seven, eight crore film. So the only thing I've done in the film is walk naked because I didn't want another actress to be, you know, be uncomfortable walking naked. But I got a lovely young Kashmiri woman from Chandigarh. Will you be walking naked for this? No, on the show, I can't. I have a garment, which is, which is a muslin thing, which is almost like a no garment huh. because it has no stitching that is apparent. So it has the illusion of becoming like a skin that floats around. Okay. You know, I put a little layer in front because the first time when I did it for friends on my terrace, I had no layer in it. And my female friend said, Meeta, please, you know, this visual of breasts peeping out is distracting to me. So think what it'll do. Yeah. So I said, yeah, all said and done, I'm presenting Laldet. I do not have the Dev Drishti that people will, you know, allow my nudity to maybe not yeah. be, you know, this thing. So I said, uh, one presents the mystic, one is not the mystic, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, like um, <clears throat> when uh, Hema Malini was playing uh, Meera. Yes. And Manikal asked uh, Gulzar. Yes. That why did you choose her? Yes. And he said, she looks saintly. Ha 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 ha. And Manikal said, you answered it. She <laughs> looks. Right. Right. So that's the difference. And it's interesting you should bring in Money Call because in fact, when my first major film, my first film was yes. Barbar Varifu Kumar Shahani and then it was Money Call Sadeshwari and I was a young actress and I'm up with a director who has absolutely no patience with actors who ask questions. <laughs> He's huh. not, he doesn't want a word like motivation kya hai. So even Kumar is like that. So I understood very quickly that But I'm like a... Like, I'm like a mop, you know, like a, like a sponge. I want to know, and I'm very interested in people I'm, that I'm working for, especially with directors. And if I didn't know they were geniuses, they were highly celebrated. I was fresh out of NSD. You are a great director. talent. talent. I had that wonderful arrogance of this 24-year-old. that works. It has to be there, Bhavna. Yes. As an actor, you have to have a great conviction of your talent and to respect it because the talent is not something you produce. It's a gift. Absolutely. It's a gift you have to take care of. Mm. You know, you cannot get arrogant about it. At the same time, you cannot get careless about it. Mm. You know, mm. it is like having a plant in your garden that suddenly that is there because it, it is there and you have to water it nicely and nurture it nicely. Mm. You can't decide I'm the plant, you know, and therefore whatever. So 
I believe if I'm highly talented and I sense it and I, it was a calling, it's not something I'm proud of. It's not something I can take credit for. I think in the creative line, when we are gifted, we are gifted. And it's something that comes from God and you have to take damn good care of it. Yes. You know? So money, so I was very interested in director. So I started listening to everything he said to anyone. He would sell something to the cameraman. I would take notes and then I would say, how would I interpret this in terms of acting? <laughs> huh? ah. So money was the one who would say, you are not Siddheshwari. Because if I had to cast somebody who was to be realistic, then I would have cast a plump woman with a round face. Okay. You, and I was just like 24, 5 years. I was patla slender. Yeah, yeah, I remember you. I've seen the yes. film. Yeah. So he said, you have to present her spirit. You have to do things so that the world begins to see her, to hear her, to imagine her. And I realized you have to do that through the craft. Hmm. And that has actually influenced. So when I perform Laldet, the subject is such that it's, it's, she's amazing. She takes me to a different level. But no matter what performance I do, I like to enter it like entering something else, which doesn't say I have become that. It's like I'm presenting this. So what is the gesture which is right for this? What is the tone of voice which is right for this? What is the speed of that speech which will be right I for this? I love this, what you said. It's not that I've done this, I'm presenting this. I'm presenting this. And you know, in order uh, to present it... It reminds me of Amitabh Bachchan. Hmm. So I was with him when he was dubbing. Huh. And uh, the engineer said, sir, uh, take care. So hmm. he said, koshish karte hai. Lovely, na? Look at the modesty. Yes, but it is a koshish always. And... It is something I feel to learn from. Yes. So now uh, when I am at the radio and they say, okay, Madam, take care of it. So I say, Because you don't know if it's going to happen. Yes. You know, in that one minute, your throat can go wrong. Anything can happen. Yes, yes. It will just not come. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And also the thing is, when you say koshish, basically, you're not saying I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm letting it. Yes. I'm, I'm putting an effort to... Make it happen, because if possible. all these great poets, when you say uh, Irshad yes. to them for their fabulous lines, yes. uh, and if you ask them, how did you do it? They say, that it's been shared. It's been shared, yes. In fact, Bhavna, this is what is so beautiful in the theatre, because when the performance goes beautifully, you feel so graced, that you feel actually humbled. Yes. You want to bow down and... Touch, you know, you want to bow down in front of everyone who was there sitting and participating in this presentation because the audience participates. You you know why I love the theatre and why I actually became an actress in the theatre? In why I became meaning years ago when there was no television was because it is the one space where you have to completely um, be forgiving because if you're not, the performance won't happen. So I said, theater, you know, theater, being a theater actress. Rangmanch. Huh? Rangmanch. Uh, it doesn't allow you to bear a grudge. Because if you have a grudge with your co-actor, you will never be able to get into the scene. So you have to forgive everything before the show. You have to do it. You have to do it. If you want to reach that level. Meditative performance. Yes. And then when you reached there, you don't need to be angry with anyone. Because you're walking in a different place. You know, after three days, your feet are raised up from the ground. You know, you're walking somewhere. The purity of uh, a performer and what he or she gets from her craft and when she articulates it, the wisdom that the person who is listening to gets and how it transforms your own purity. 
so it's wonderful to be associated and surrounded by sensitive artists because you are growing every minute yes that's the whole attempt because if you don't you're finished yes so <laughs> wonderful thanks bhavna thank you for tuning in if you have liked this episode do comment do rate on apple podcasts subscribe to rangmanch on your favorite podcast app like apple podcast google podcast hubhopper castbox spotify geo seven so that you get notified when we come next stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then take great care of yourself <laughs>